welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. My name is Nick and this show is all about scratch made food and positive energy. If this is your first time here, welcome. I do hope that you will enjoy your stay on what will be a pretty frank and raw episode <laughs> of the show. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. Thank you so, so much for hanging in there and for coming back after what has been a pretty long hiatus. So I guess we got to get that uh, little cat out of the bag right there. Yeah, we haven't been around in a minute. I haven't looked at the exact time frame that I haven't been here, but it has been a couple of months. And as many of you know, I host a charity event called the Livestream for the Cure, and that begins to dominate a lot of my time in the spring. And that coupled with like, you know, changes to my life over the past years, you know, it used to be where I could handle doing the live stream workload and things like that. But my life in a lot of ways has changed significantly to the point where I couldn't handle doing the show anymore, as well as prepping for live stream for the cure and everything like that. So unfortunately, that definitely took precedence. I just found myself without a lot of free time and then the little tiny shreds of free time I did have, I wanted to spend relaxing or like doing something to not be just completely overwhelming myself. So if you've been missing the show or if you're, you know, someone who, like I said, is a returning listener and you want to know where I've been, that's where I've been. I've been working on Livestream for the Cure, getting Livestream for the Cure hosted, taking care of everything that we need to take care of to host that charity event. We raised over $19,000 again this year. In the life history of the event now, we're like $90,000 raised for cancer research, which, you know, for my tiny little show and all the little creators that, that put in hard work to make this show such a success, that's amazing. That's so, so amazing. And even if we didn't hit our goal of $25,000, I am so, so proud of all of the hard work, all of the amazing things that everybody did as part of this event. It really, really feels good to have been able to just raise so much money for cancer research. Like I just, I feel so good about it, even though we didn't hit the goal. So I guess, you know, that's me just kind of, you know, telling you guys that I'm sorry that we have not had a regular episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. But it's also me setting up a little bit of an expectation for you not to expect that. Because I announced this during my live segment during Livestream for the Cure, in which I made some Nashville hot chicken sandwiches based on the Nashville hot chicken recipe that I did here on the show. I announced during that segment that the audio-only version of Nikolai's Kitchen is pretty much dead. And what I mean by that is the food section of the show primarily. Now, I'm not going to check in with you every week. Sometimes you're not going to hear from me because I'm busy working hard on myself, and I want to get into a lot of that stuff here in a bit. But there's not really going to be much of an audio food portion of the show as we go forward. Every time I try to kind of reconceptualize or, or, or re-envision it or whatever, I still find myself listening to the food portion of the show and I'm just bored by it. I'm bored by it because I don't think it's very good presentable content because food content, I think you need that visual component of it. It's one thing to see pictures of it. It's one thing even to see the reels and little shorts and, you know, whatever video content I do manage to do, which isn't a ton. But it's another thing to see me in the process of making it, to see me chopping stuff up, combining stuff together in a bowl, mixing stuff, frying stuff, cooking stuff, whatever the case may be. 
I think there's just a vast, vast difference between that and putting it out there in the audio space. I just don't think it works in an audio space, at least not for me. I think I can't land on a format for the food portion of the show because I just I just don't think there's one that works. Now, that's not to say that I'm not going to talk about food on this show. It's Nikolai's Kitchen. We're still going to have recipes. We're still going to do quick bites. You know, the food stuff is basically going to be really, really short little quick bite episodes where I'm just going to really give you the recipe and talk about my experience making it. Five, ten minutes, tops out the gate, done. But largely... In terms of the food portion of the show, audio only, it's it's not going to be a thing anymore. Now, cooking is still very important to me. Making this food, doing the recipe research, coming up with my own recipes and things is still very, very important to me. There's going to be a quick bite that I'm going to do about what I essentially turned into chicken parm with extra steps. But it turned out beautiful. There's a lot of things I've been doing in the kitchen lately, like... Instead of making like my big bulk amounts of marinara sauce for pastas and things like that, usually I'll get like a bunch of ingredients and I'll make just a bunch of it. So I have like three or four jars of good homemade marinara in the fridge that'll last for, you know, a couple of months when we use it. But I've been getting away from that when I've been doing dishes like that and I've been making the sauces from scratch along with the meal using fresh tomatoes, using tomato paste and things like that instead of just using the big cans of San Marzano tomatoes. Like those are still part of it in some iterations. But I really, really have enjoyed making the sauces themselves from scratch along with it because it gives the dish a little bit more of a freshness that just isn't there when you're just using a sauce that you made a month ago and is just in a jar in the fridge. Granted, still way better than a store-bought sauce. It's still got way more flavor than like a pre-made sauce that you bought at the grocery store or whatever. But even still, like there's just a freshness of using fresh tomatoes when you're making that sauce right there along with the dish that is an absolute home run. So that's going to be a quick bite coming up here in the feed. I don't know how often we're going to be dropping food related stuff here in the feed. Mostly they're going to be a means to an end for me to share my recipes out there because I still want to publish my recipes out there. And what is the future of Nikolai's Kitchen? I still want to share my journey. It's really important for me to share my mental health journey, share the struggles that I go through, because it's always been really, really important for me to be open and honest with you, because I want you to know no matter what it is that you're going through out there, that there's somebody that listens, that there's somebody that understands, and that there's somebody that's gone through it too. You're not alone. Whatever it is you're facing, whatever it is you're struggling with, whatever it is you're dealing with, you are not alone. This part of the show will always remain. As long as the show exists, that is. The food stuff, as often as I get it up there. The main thing that I'm going to be focusing on with Nikolai's Kitchen now is going to be food streams live over on the Nikolai's Kitchen Twitch channel. I want to do at least two times a month, starting sometime in June. Stay tuned to social media for the announcement on that. I'm not 100% sure when, nor am I sure what I'll be making yet. But I'd really, really like to get back to live cooking because even doing it during live stream for The Cure, even during that hour, I missed it so much. I really, really missed it. And I really, really enjoyed just being in that space, being part of that space again. And it's such a visual thing. I can show you on video what it looks like in each of the components as I'm putting the dish together. I can put a plate of it down in front of you. I can show you me chopping up this, chopping up that, combining this ingredient, that ingredient, etc. The one thing that's kept me from bringing back the food streams for the longest time is the time commitment to it, because a lot of what I was doing was by the time I get the camera equipment all set up and everything, 
then I'm on the air for at least three hours making this recipe, and then all the tear down and cleanup and everything, it's my entire day. It's, it's, it's literally an entire day. Mind you, I don't necessarily think that's going to change. It's still going to take me a good amount of time, but what I don't want to do is I don't want to be on the air for like three plus hours on an evening, on a weeknight, trying to make a meal. It's just not realistic for me to do that. So what's going to happen in the food streams is there's going to be a lot more prep ahead of the food streams. Like for a live stream, I had to have the chicken already marinated. It was marinated in like a buttermilk and hot sauce and spice mixture for the Nashville hot chicken. And then I took it all off and put it on a tray so it could drip before we got into the segment proper. And then the segment proper was just me breading it and frying it and kind of combining everything together into the sandwich. And even that still took an hour. Granted, I also made a whole family pack of chicken for no real reason, but it was really, really good and everybody seemed to love it. So I'm not going to complain. It was really, really good. Serious, if you have not heard my Nashville hot chicken episode, please go back and listen to it. Kind of did a baby between that and that fried chicken sandwich episode I did. I did a hot honey butter with Calabrian chili, garlic, and honey. So, so good. Whipped that together. And it just was this beautiful, light, fluffy butter over the top that just melts over it. And the fun thing about it, too, is you got the Calabrian chili in there, so it bolsters the heat of the sandwich a little bit. Then you get the sweetness of that honey in there and the creaminess of that butter kind of, you know, plays in sync with the spices, like just so much spice going on with the Nashville hot chicken sandwich. That butter just provides a nice, beautiful kind of reprieve from it. Seriously, one of the best bites I've made on this show or since I really started taking cooking like this seriously, one of the best bites I've made in in, in years, I would say. It was absolutely amazing. But that is the future of Nikolai's Kitchen. The future of Nikolai's Kitchen is going to be food streams, sharing my journey here whenever we get the chance, and some quick bites just to share the recipes here on the podcast feed in the show notes. The recipes will all still be there. They will always, always be there. But I mentioned not really knowing exactly what the future of the show is beyond that because I want to kind of see how I feel about it in the coming months. My resubscription to my podcast feed is in November. And if I find that it's too much of a struggle for me to get it all done, then that may be the end of the audio version of the show entirely. I may shift entirely over to a streaming portion of the show because we're still going to talk about the journey on the streams. We're still going to talk about the positivity. We're still going to focus on just trying to make the world a better place. My little corner of the world, this little sliver, this little slice of the world. I just want to make it a better place. If I can at all make anything better or make anyone's life better, I'm going to try to do it. And I can do that just as effectively with the streams as I can with the audio here. But sometimes, well, there's an ease to me of either being streaming or being quote unquote live like I am right now. I'm live recording. I can share this a lot easier than I can just trying to converse with somebody, just trying to share it directly, like in conversation with someone. It just doesn't work as well for me when I'm trying to do that. So the fate of the audio only version of the show, we'll see. But I do plan to do food streams, like I said, as soon as I can get everything set up logistically. I would look for it more toward the middle of June, not necessarily the beginning of June. I would say probably the earliest you're going to expect a stream would be like the 15th of June, which gives me like three weeks from when I'm recording this to kind of really figure out all the logistics for it, get any extra equipment that I might want, 
and figure out logistically, like, cause I got to sit down and map it out. I gotta be like, okay, how is this going to work? And then the rest of the show is going to stay the same. It's still going to be Nikolai's kitchen. It's still going to be my journey of scratch made food and positivity. Just going to have that video component to it as well. So I'm going to take a break right now. And that kind of gives you a little slice of where I am, what I'm thinking about in terms of the future of the show, where we're going, what we're doing, what's happening. And on the other side of this, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about the struggles that I've been dealing with recently in my journey. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you so, so much for spending some time with me here on Nikolai's Kitchen. I really appreciate all of your amazing support. If you're someone who likes what I do, if you like my content, if you want to hear more of it, the best way that you can support me is to share it out there on social media. Leave a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening to this right now. Engagement drives everything. So the more you engage with the show, wherever you see it, be it on social media or leaving ratings and reviews on podcast listening platforms, it's only going to help me grow. And in the end, that's what I want to do. I just want to continue to try to make as good and positive a difference as I can in the world. So if you've already done that, thank you. If you're thinking about doing that, thank you. If you're just listening, thank you. I really, really appreciate it because ultimately, and this is something that's really been driven home to me a lot, a lot, a lot lately. Time's precious. Time is the most important thing that we have. So the fact that you're willing to take any time at all to spend some time here listening to me yammer on about whatever it is I yammer about, that means the world to me. And never for a moment think that I am not overwhelmed with gratitude for everything that you do for this show. Just thank you. So we've done the announcements. We've done all the talking about the future of Nikolai's kitchen and where my headspace is kind of at what I'm really thinking about in terms of where I want the show to go. So what have I been doing for the past few months? If I haven't been doing food related content and I've, been cooking, of course. You follow the show on social media, or if you follow me on social media, you can very, very clearly see, yeah, he's been cooking. I've been cooking a lot of really, really good stuff, recipes that I definitely want to get out there to all of you, and I absolutely will. But what I've also been doing is I've really, really been trying to cut some weight. I've really, really been trying to focus on cutting down my size. And as you know, if you're a longtime listener to this show, and if you're not, I'll just tell you anyway, it's something that I've been dealing with for a long time. Back in 2020, at the height of my drop the sugar days, back around live stream four, I was around my lowest weight that I had been at in probably 10 or more years. I was down at like 270, 275 in that neighborhood. And then ever so slowly, my weight has just steadily, steadily, steadily climbed back up. And it is something that really, really frustrates me because I feel unhealthier. 
I feel slow. I feel sluggish. I feel fat. I feel gross. And I know a lot of that's a body image kind of thing. Like, make no mistake. Like, I love my life. Like, I love having the life that I do. I love doing the things that I do. And I love spending time with the people I love spending time with. I love so much of the life that I have. But I'm also very, very frustrated by the container into which that life is shoved, (laughs) which is a, a good way of really describing life, I guess. But. I've been trying. I've been really, really trying. I have been on blood pressure medication since the beginning of the year, something that I've always been able to avoid. Even when I was at my biggest, over 400 pounds, I was still never on blood pressure medication. Now I am. Maybe I'm just getting older. Maybe I got to be more conscious, more sensitive about the things that I eat, what I'm putting into my body in order to transform it into the body that I want and need it to be. I have so much left to do in the world, and I tie so much of my weight to the things that I haven't done yet. And I worry, and I know anything can happen tomorrow. I could step outside and get hit by a bus next time I go out for a walk or whatever the case may be. But I still have so much to do in this world, and I really, really aim to do it. So what I need to do, and I think what's most important is to focus on the things that we can control in that aspect, and that's doing everything I can to be here as long as I can trying to make the world a better place. The healthier I am, the better shape I'm in, the less risk I'm at for like a giant heart attack or some other nonsense. Simple as that. It's, it's, it's dead simple. I want to see more of my kids lives as they continue to grow into adulthood, eventually probably get grandkids and be able to spend time with my grandchildren be able to spend time with my friends and family, the people that I really, really love. I've got so much left to live, so much left to do. And every time, now granted, I don't have a working scale here right now, at least not one that can hold me. And I need to resolve that so I can more adequately, more accurately track what I'm trying to do. But there is an intense, and I mean just intense amount of frustration that I have, especially this month. Uh, I'm recording this in the month of May, and I've been doing something called Movement May, where I've been trying to get outside and get moving as many times as possible this month. And I don't know what my count is. I have no idea how much distance I've actually managed to do, but I've walked a lot in the past month, especially if you're someone who follows me on social media. It's always posted in my Insta and Facebook stories. I have put so many miles on my legs. I've gotten back to the gym a few times, done some lifting. I've really, really, really tried hard to count calories and really keep myself in check in terms of what I'm putting into my body and trying to keep a calorie deficit that's negative so that way I'm I'm burning. And yet it remains. Yet my weight remains. Now, are there things I need to do better? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are. And you know what? Like, I... I could pretend like I don't do them, but I do, you know, I don't drink enough water. I don't sleep enough. Those are two huge, huge things in weight loss. Exercising is one thing. What you eat is one thing, but you got to get enough sleep. You got to drink enough water too. And I'm a big dude. I need a lot of water and I feel parched halfway through the day because I get so buried in work and I realize I just straight up, I'm forgetting to do it. I'm just straight up forgetting to take a drink. 
staying up late and, and, and not getting the sleep that I need because I'm busy working on something, busy writing or busy playing Minecraft or just busy spending time with Rebecca, just sitting down and watching Hell's Kitchen, which is basically what we've been binging our way through like crazy people. I'm not doing enough of the things that I need to do to really get myself into the place that I need to be. I need more sleep. I need more water. I need more variety of fitness. I need to get my butt to the gym and I need to lift more weights too. It's great that I've been out there getting so many miles in on the legs. Great that I've been walking so much and really pushing myself to really make those strides. But honestly, and I really mean this, honestly, what else have I been doing? I've got to stop being lackadaisical about my calorie counting. It's either an all or nothing kind of thing. Like I've either got to get really serious about it and really start tracking everything. That's what I did in the drop to sugar days. Like the drop to sugar was only one part of it. I hard, and I mean this very, very hard line counted calories, and I did not go over. I held myself super accountable. Nope, Nick, you've only got 100 calories left for the day. You can't afford to have this. You can't afford to have that. Don't touch it. I don't do that. I don't do that. And that's so beeping frustrating to me that I don't. Because I have nobody to blame for it but myself. Literally nobody to blame for it but myself. I'll track my way up all the way through the day and I'll track my exercise in there and I'll look at it like, you know, dinner time. I, I'll track my dinner time in there and I'll have like a couple hundred calories or something like that left over. Well, then nighttime comes and I'm just like, oh, I'm going to have a beer. I've gotten back into brewing beer recently, which I have really missed and I do really love the taste of beer. I do love to really brew beer, but beer is calories. Oh, let me just have this snack. Let me just have this late night snack. Don't track it. Don't add it to the calorie tracker. You know why? It's because when I see that negative number in the calorie tracker, I'm going to look at it and I'm just going to feel guilt and shame. I'm going to look at it and be so upset with myself for failing again. I just don't hold myself accountable enough to what I need to do, to the actions that I need to take, to how I need to proceed forward. I don't do enough. And that's that's literally the bottom line. That's all there is to it. Now, I haven't reached back to where I was once, where I was binge eating like a whole bag of Reese cups and eating a pint of ice cream and drinking a ton of beer, recording Epic Film Guys at 2.30 in the morning and then getting up at like 7 o'clock to drive to work. I'm long removed from those days. I don't live anywhere near that unhealthy anymore. There's a reason why I was well over 400 pounds. Well, number one, I was trying to kill myself. We know that. Or if you're a new listener, yeah. <laughs> I didn't care. I hated my life. I felt trapped by it and I felt like I had no way out. I wanted to die. And I was so depressed and I was so frustrated and so upset, both with my inability to change my station in life and with the fact that I didn't want to live it, that I gorged everything. 
I said I would eat three, 4,000 calories in a day and then sit down to edit a podcast episode and powerhouse my way through a whole pint of ice cream and like a whole bag of Reese cups. I did it more than once, like all the time I would do it literally all the time packing and packing and packing and packing and packing so much into myself. I have not gotten anywhere near back there. I am nowhere near 400 pounds. Last way in at the doctor, we talked about this in one of the more recent episodes. I was actually down a few pounds. Now, where am I right now? I don't know. I wish I knew. I don't know. I have not weighed myself. I have not been back to the doctor. I don't have a scale here that will hold me, which is frustrating to me. And it's sad how I've just continued to fail myself in that regard. So if you're somebody who listens to this and if you're somebody who says, okay, well, what's the solution, Nick? (laughs) I don't know. I don't have one. I wish more than anything that I knew what to do, what to tell you right now to fix it, to solve it, to get to that place. I wish more than anything I knew. I really do. I don't know other than to say that you need to hold yourself accountable too. Stop lying to yourself. If you've done pretty well for the day on calories and then you have like two big bowls of chips at the end of the day, well, guess what? You're not doing good anymore. You failed. There's nothing wrong with feeling. There's nothing wrong with every once in a while you're going to have those times. And what you can't do is you can't beat yourself up for having those times. But simultaneously, you can't excuse them either. You can't just say, okay, well, that's fine. That's okay. And then do it again the next time and then do it again the next time and then do it again the next time. And before you know it, you're doing that every single day. And that becomes a habit. That becomes a routine of well, 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 I'm polishing off another bag of chips, polishing off another bowl of chips tonight, because then all you're doing is just kind of lying at that point. Then all you are is lost. So what's the solution? I think the solution is it's staring you right in the face. It's staring me right in the face. Put the mirror up. Look at that person in the mirror and stop lying to them. Stop lying to yourself. It's okay to be whoever you want to be. It's okay to be whoever you are. But if you have something you want to reach, we've talked about this a lot on the show. You either want it or you don't. If you want it, what are you willing to do to get it? And why aren't you doing it now if you want it so bad? Is it because you don't really want it? It's because you just kind of want it? If you kind of want it, then you don't want it. If I want to get to my goal, and I talked about this back in January, I was so optimistic. I was so, so looking forward to this whole year. And I really, really hoped that this year was going to be the year that I was going to really make it. But I haven't. I failed. I failed a lot. And I'm still probably right around the weight I was last time I had a doctor's appointment, maybe a couple less, maybe a couple less, which should be celebrated. There's nothing wrong. Any pounds off is good pounds off. Any pounds off is worthy of celebrating, especially when you get older. So celebrate it. But could I be doing more? Should I be doing more? Am I doing enough? No, no, not even remotely. There are times when I just kind of subconsciously, like I'll get so hungry I'll just start eating. And it's not even a conscious thing. Like I'm just eating and eating and eating and eating and shoveling it in, shoveling it in, shoveling it in. And before I know I have consumed, wow, way over. 
And then I feel guilty about it sometimes, so then I like go out for a long walk to try to balance the scale a little bit. Or try to do something else to balance it out, to, to balance out the caloric scale or whatever. Be honest with yourself. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It ties back to the first part of the show talking about the future in Nikolai's kitchen. Be honest with yourself about it. I needed to be honest with myself about the show, the food portion of the show, the food format, talking about food, just talking at you, whoever's listening to this out there right now, talking at you about food, who, who cares? Because I can't see it. I can't touch it. I can't taste it. And even like when I'm streaming, like you can't taste it then, but at least you can see it. You can hear the sizzle of something searing in a pan. You can see the beautiful, like vibrant colors of fresh herbs, you know, fresh greens, a beautiful caramelization on a steak, things like that. And that is such a thing. Food is such a visual thing. It paints that picture. And then when you see that, you're like, I need to eat that. You get that beautiful, bright red color of that Nashville hot chicken. And you look at that on the sandwich with that beautiful, creamy butter dripping down the sides on a nice toasted brioche with a little bit of arugula there. That's, that's eaten. That's eaten. Because you can see that when you see it and you see that butter dripping down from there and you see me taking a bite of it and literally like, oh, like the choirs of angels sing when you take a bite because it is legitimate flavor perfection. I've never been able to get the audio version of the show to work. And I needed to be honest with myself about it. I needed to be upfront about it. I needed to say, this doesn't work. It needs to change. And here's what we're going to change it to. Here's what we're going to do about that. So what am I going to do about the weight? What am I going to do about how I feel right now? Keep moving. Keep moving. I don't think I'm going to set any kind of a mileage goal in June because I still want to really assess all of my fitness needs. I'm really working on that right now. I'd like to have a 2-2-2 split. Ideally, that's where I would really like to get to in my life, and that is two days of cardio. Just out walking, I'd love to take long walks. It really is the best thing for me because it really allows me to kind of clear the mental storms that rage in my brain all the time. Two days of yoga. I did yoga with Adrian. I did I did the 30-day journey in January. Felt so good, so flexible, so great after doing that. And I've done a... a handful of it since and now I'm so stiff and immobile compared to then and maybe it's just exaggerated because I remember the mobility and how flexible I felt then or after doing any of the other amounts of yoga that I've done in the past like I used to feel so good and now I feel like like literally it's like rusty hinges every time I bend over or turn or like whatever it's like like I'm groaning like agonizing so I'd like to do two days of yoga and then the rest of it is weightlifting. Weightlifting is the best thing to do if you want to lose weight, especially because it'll help reshape my body and reproportion the parts of it that are just a little bit bigger than the other parts. Move that weight elsewhere in the form of muscle. Weightlifting is such a good thing to do for weight loss, and I really do want to define different parts of my body. So I need to get back to that as well. That's what I would love to do ideally from a fitness sense, two, two, two. Now, am I there yet? No, not there yet. I need to knock out a schedule to figure out what I want to do for that. And then along with that whole kind of 2-2-2 split, what I need to do is it needs to be 100% accountability for me for food. 
I can't go over on calories. When I hit that calorie goal, chew gum, drink water, stop burning, stop eating more calories, stop giving yourself more excuses to not push toward that goal for another day. Because that's all you're doing is you're just giving yourself another excuse because that's all it is. That's all it is. If you want to hit that goal, if it's important to you to hit that goal, if you want to lose weight, if it's so important to me to get to 250 pounds, why am I standing in my own way? Why am I fighting and stopping myself at every single turn from getting to that point? Because that's what I'm doing. And the longer I stay this big, the worse it gets for me mentally. The more I feel bad about myself, the more I feel gross and really overweight and like I'm not healthy, like I'm not taking care of myself, like I'm not keeping my promise to John when I was standing over his grave, like I'm not keeping my promise to myself to get into the best shape of my life because I'm not and I need to. So that's the current goal. I'm going to work toward making that 2-2-2 split a reality in some way or another. Or maybe it won't even be exactly that. Maybe I'll settle on something else at the end. But it needs to be varied physical activity regularly. It needs to be accountability for what I'm putting into my body, especially add another thing in there, drop the sugar. When I completely cut out literally all sugars, and I mean everything, I didn't put it in anything. I didn't use it for anything. I didn't do anything with it. I still use it for cooking and stuff now, like the Nashville hot chicken. There's a little bit of brown sugar in there. Not much, just a little bit because you need it to counteract the spice. But what I used to do whenever I would touch anything that had any kind of sweetness, I would use some kind of substitute. That's what I need to get back to. No sugar at all whatsoever. And a lot of things I just straight up cut it out of because if I replaced sugar with something else, it would just make me long for actual real forms of sugar. It means holding myself 100% accountable. Now there, and I've had conversations with people about things like this, but I'll go to the grocery store and if I don't come out of the grocery store with any secret snack or like, ooh, I bought like some kind of chocolate that I'll inhale in the car on the way home, then it's a win. Then I won that day. But I don't, but sometimes I break. Sometimes I fail. Sometimes I'm in my head about something I'm feeling bad or I'm feeling guilty or I'm feeling upset about something and I'll punish myself the only way I've ever known how with food. Just be honest with yourself more than anything in the entire world. And that goes with everything, every situation that you're in. Are you where you want to be right now? Are you the happiest person that you can be right now? Is this what you want for your life? Look at your life right now. Where are you? What are you doing? Every situation in life, is that where you want to be? Are you where you want to be? And if not, how do you get there? And why aren't you taking the steps to get there? Are you afraid? Are you worried it's not going to work out? Maybe it won't. Maybe you're scared because you found a comfortable place and you don't want to disrupt it, but why not live your best life? Why not? Do whatever it takes to reach whatever that means to you. Whatever living my best life means to you. Why are you not willing to do the work to get there? And that's something that I need to continue to push, continue to work on no matter what. To get to the healthy point where I feel great about looking at myself without a shirt on or naked or whatever. Where I feel like I can get outside and run around and move stuff around and do things without like wanting to double over because I'm sucking wind so bad. 
to get to a healthier, better place. So you feel like you can actually not be so worried about it. I'll get there in the end. I really, really, truly believe that I will. But I really, really hate that this journey, that this road, like the road that I started on back in, you know, spring 2019. I really, really hate that it takes you around in these big, gigantic loops where you cross right back over your old tracks before wherever you were before at whatever point. And it it just, it just takes constant work. Like it just takes endless, endless work. You can never stop working. Can never stop working. In the, and I mean that in all aspects of your life too. You can never stop working to make yourself better than you are. If you really, really want it, whatever it is, don't stop working for it ever. And that's it for this episode of Nikolai's Kitchen. When's the next one coming? Question mark. Just stay subscribed to me on your podcatcher in your podcast feed. Whenever an episode comes up, I appreciate you listening. And I really, really appreciate you taking the time to, like I said, engage with it in any possible way and help it reach more people out there. That's all I want to do is help people and make people's lives just a little bit better. Stay tuned to the feed as well for, like I said, we're going to have quick bites of chicken parm with extra steps that's what i'm officially calling it that'll be up in there there's a whole bunch of other recipes that i did back in the spring that i really love to get quick bites out about as well there's a new marinade i've kind of knocked together and i've been using it's a much quicker or easier kind of marinade to knock together than my normal speedy marinade really been enjoying that so many different little food things i've been doing in the kitchen that i really really love to share with you so make sure you stay tuned we'll be doing quick bites for all that stuff and like i said keep your eyes peeled for social announcements for twitch.tv slash Nikolai's Kitchen for me getting back to live cooking in my kitchen. I want to thank you so, 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 so much for listening. And thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. Mm-hmm.